0: This is the Krillcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will.
1: Welcome, welcome. I haven't said that in forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. I did get you to say it like a couple podcasts ago. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so as uh, we discussed earlier, um, the new announcement we are killing one of our excess channels Mm -hmm. to make way for a much better channel.
1: Yeah, this one.
0: No, uh, we're uh, relaunching the Krill Reviews and Krill Plays channels as Krillcast Plus. Mm -hmm. So it'll just be for, you know, if Will wants to do something, call it the Willcast. You know, he can put it on there. Uh, If I want to do something and call it something other than the Willcast, I can put it on there. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll do Saturday Science with Will. Call
1: yours a subparcast.
0: Subparcast. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh man, that is a uh, that is a slight on all the subpar podcasts out there. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, so we're gonna launch Crowcast Plus. We're not sure what we're doing with it yet, but I've got three retrospectives on there right now. I'm gonna do the reviews of the Fire Emblem, Donkey Kong Country, and Persona series on there if I ever get around to it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know, yeah, big F. (laughs) Will's got something ready to go he's been working on for a while i have been working on forever <laughs> if windows movie maker would cooperate exactly <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it would like you know render a video faster than you know take like three hours for every one minute
0: <laughs> hey this uh this podcast when i loaded in because i still use it just to chop things you know chop mm-hmm. things in and out it does take it a good half hour even with 16 gigabytes of ram Windows Meme Maker is not <laughs> the best program. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, so that, that's that. Crowcast Plus. Currently playing latest pickups. And that includes board games and books now. Mm-hmm. You can go first, man. I have not picked up anything. But I am currently playing Fire Emblem Fate Special Edition still. I've got probably halfway through the first route, which is Birthright. So far, so cool. Right. And then uh, about a quarter of the way through the book, uh, Trinity by Leon Uris. It's a pretty good Irish epic novel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Really good, actually. Chris has suggested this to me multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I'm reading Hardwired, as agreed upon by Will.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you going to be reading that, too? Oh, yeah. Okay, I already bought it, so I'm ready to go. I have not bought mine yet. I think I might just get mine from the library. I'm running out of space. It's so like, literally, I have to buy an extra bookshelf because I have so many extra books.
0: Oh, I'm just doing it on the Kindle.
1: Yeah, I, I need to do that. There's a way of downloading library books to your Kindle for free.
0: Yeah, you can do that. You can check them out, put them on your thing, whatever your device is, whether it's a Nook, a Kindle, or, you know, mm-hmm. tablet, computer, TV, I don't know, whatever you're reading on. Mm-hmm. There's a way to do it.
1: And then what uh, special game did you send me this week? Fire Emblem 7.
0: Mm -hmm. On the Wii U, it's the GBA ROM. uh, Legally purchased (laughs) Fire Emblem 7 ROM, not hacked into. Will doesn't believe in hacking his Wii U, so can't Mm -hmm. do it that way anyways.
1: No, because my luck, I would do it wrong, and it would crash,
0: and then it would be ruined. (laughs) So I, I discovered on Amazon, you can buy the code. Send it to your friend and have him download it. So that's what I did. Sent Will mm-hmm. Fire Emblem 7. No more excuses. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. I don't finally know what you guys are talking about.
0: <laughs> Does that mean you have not started it yet?
1: I've turned it on, but I have not started it. <laughs> I went down oh. to... Yeah, well, I was going to bring it to the research station with me and pl- just play it on the tablet, but it's really human down there, and I don't know how that would affect the, the Wii U. I, I, I did it uh, as far... I haven't bought any games recently, but I did start The Witcher 2. Really? It was it was a free game I got from like, Games with Gold like two years ago. And I was thinking, you know, I might as well play the second game before I play the third game eventually when I get to it. Um, <laughs> and it's pretty fun. I killed this giant kraken thing. <laughs> what, what more do you need? <laughs> it's honestly really fun. The combat's really easy to pick up, and... I'm playing it on easy, to be honest, um, and it's good. I don't know, hack and slash type thing, but there's lots of cutscenes. Like, like literally every interaction you have is its own dedicated cutscene.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm such a fan of the Netflix rendition. I couldn't play the games because they're just not. They don't follow the book, <laughs> so you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was so poorly
1: handled. Oh my gosh. I I used also what books am I reading? Oh, I'm yeah, reading yeah. Um, the Return of the King, the Lord of the Rings book. So I had like a mosquito fly by me. And then uh, I'm also reading Killing Lincoln.
0: Really? hmm
1: Not like Lincoln Vampire Slayer? No, it's a oh, okay, history okay, book. Okay. It's, written, it's written by Bill O'Reilly, so I know some people are going to be like, uh. But he was mm. a historian, and the books are really cool how they're written because it's more like an action book instead of like a normal history book.
0: So mm. cool. Like literally
1: Bill O'Reilly? Mm-hmm. I mean, his name's on it. I honestly think it's the second author. who's actually doing all the work and writing oh, okay. it. But they're good. Like, There's a whole killing series. So there's the Killing Lincoln, Killing Kennedy, Killing the Rising Sun, which I highly recommend. That was a great one. Killing England. <laughs> killing Patton. Killing Jesus. Oh, not, Claire just read that one. Um, I think that might be all of them.
0: But yeah, they're all, like, really good. That's why I own a book written by Ben Shapiro.
1: Really? You own one? Physically, yeah. Is it signed? No. Yeah, I don't know. Which book not is that. it, out of, out of curiosity? It's his, his newest one.
0: No, it's one of his older ones about uh, the liberal mindset on college campuses, um, actually. Yeah. About how there is, like, definitely not equal representation on campus as far as professors and administration goes. I remember when he was pushing that book on his podcast. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I have it. I just realized the other day. I was like, "Hey, when did I buy this?" <laughs> it's on my shelf. Okay, I guess just I snuck in, this. man. Uh, I think it was like at a used bookstore for
1: like a dollar. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah well, fine." I get everything from half price books. It's like I'm so spoiled now. The thing is, like, you pick anything up for like three bucks. Like, why would you say no to that? Oh, I just watched The
0: Meg, by the way. What a fantastic movie! I liked it too. I... There's actually eight books. I mean, eight books. There's eight books. That was based on a book. It, w- it was? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea.
1: <laughs>
0: Didn't you notice how great the sci-fi elements of it were? There's like this cloud at the bottom of the ocean. Nobody's been beneath cool. it. You mm-hmm. know, they got the fantastic uh, Star Wars underwater vehicles. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I legit thought it was the Star Wars vehicle, except underwater. Yeah, That's the know. way I looked at it. Let's um, go see it's got Jason
1: Statham in it, so I mean, it's going to be good.
0: Activision. <laughs> Ooh, you naughty... <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Oh, I'm yep. so mad at you guys. I'm so glad I never bought Crash Team Racing for this effect alone. Yeah. Adding in microtransactions after the game and the reviews have been out for a while. And then, it, on top of that, it's coming out and saying you wouldn't have them? Oh, man. I'm not buying any Activision games for the next year. Yeah. No Call of Duty, no Crash, no uh, It Spyro. sucks because Call
1: of Duty actually looks good. Like, I feel like they... I don't, like, it's Activision, so you, you never know. But it looks like they're actually answering people's frustration about the fatigue in the Call of Duty franchise. And now, it's like, again, they're saying there's no microtransactions and, and uh, no season pass or anything like that. But
0: I don't like, trust them.
1: Yeah, maybe not on day one, but, you know, a month in.
0: <laughs> Look, here's the deal, all right? If Activision... Keeps pulling the rug out from under people. They're gonna wise up on this. This is a horrible practice. From I mean, it's probably working for now,
1: but it won't yeah. work forever. Well, it's like the sports games, man. People spend so much money on those things every year. You know, don't that, they? Don't seem to be wise getting, up.
0: It is getting smaller and smaller in the audience, though.
1: They still made like almost a billion dollars last year on the Mad, just Madden.
0: I'm not surprised. I mean, the dedicated sports fans—it's like they're—it's like modern-day trading cards. You know, people, they revise—they yeah. revise it every year, right? I mean, there's no real difference from a trading card perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Same idea, except digital. There's going to be people willing to do it. It's crazy. So no, I—I I am not surprised that that's the case. But people eventually—I mean, <laughs> you don't see many people buying. Trading cards anymore, unless mm-hmm. it's Magic: The Gathering. Yep. And if you're not banned from from playing at tournaments.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Activision, you're a scummy company for doing that. Yep. I don't trust you. I won't buy
1: COD this year. Especially because it's a it's like a remake. Uh, it's an HD update of an old game, right? It's not mm-hmm. even like a new IP. It's scummy. I they think Call of is gonna a, die. I doubt it. It'll just
0: go to, like, an every three-year... Yeah, like that's what or they like, need to do.
1: That's
0: or it'll be Call of Duty... The... Uh... Sorry, let me cut you off. <laughs> it'll be Call of Duty Online or something. instead.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they could do something like Assassin's Creed where they had a couple-year hiatus and then it came back in a big way. The last two have sold really well.
0: I am extremely put off by changing a game to add microtransactions after the reviews are out, yeah, yeah, that's messed I up. I don't know. I don't know how much scummier you can get. I really
1: don't. those two companies just suck.
0: They really do. Anyway, so business practice wise, it might work for them, but uh, from mm. consumer standpoint, kind of sucks. Activision, yeah, pretty scummy. Mm.
1: I'm really sad that EA has the Star Wars franchise.
0: I think that's gonna change before too long, especially with EA like suffering from major financial hits.
1: Yeah, I, I hope that's... they sell it off and Microsoft buys it.
0: <laughs> Get us like a Mass Effect style Star Wars game. Yeah, have like actually
1: Obsidian work on it. Oh my gosh, they own Obsidian now.
0: Yeah, that's true. Is Obsidian the one that did number two?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Right. That'd be great. And then they can reopen pandemic kodor 3 i want kodor 3 and then that'd be great battlefront
0: 3 but like no a real what Battle they Front. need to do is re-release an hd version with a remastered nice Solar republic 1 and 2 mm-hmm. following up with a release of nice Solar republic 3
1: i'd buy all those oh yeah full price too
0: i would too i would totally do it give me an hd updated version of Nights of the Republic One and Two. Oh my God, I would play through that. I'd buy an Xbox.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean that would be that would be huge. That'd be the greatest comeback ever in a video game series, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. that's like, other than Halo, Xbox yeah. is like that's that's
1: like the reason I had an Xbox was to play Nights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they brought up Fable, Nights of the Old Republic, and then obviously the new Halo game, which is probably why. I mean, (laughs) I wouldn't complain for months and months and months. (laughs) I would just be playing this game. Nothing would get done in my household. Where'd you go, Will?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't see you. Very funny. What's that behind you, Will? (laughs) Oh my gosh. There's a window behind me, so something could come through, I guess. That'd be the scariest live stream ever. Oh my gosh. I think uh, Krillcast is going to expand to include board gaming news, starting with the next episode. We haven't had time to really think about how we want to do that, but um, I was thinking maybe we could bring up some cool Kickstarters we see every week as, like, the last topic. You know, start with video games as the first topic, end with board games as the last topic. Mm -hmm. And maybe some of the games that we're playing with, you know, our board game buddies. Sure, yeah, that works for me. Um, But, yeah, I I think uh, starting with episode 17... Should be the next one after this one. Start talking about board games because that's the other thing we do.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like it? Did you pick have up played... any new board games? No, <laughs> but uh, have you ever played Galaxy Trucker?
0: No. you,
1: know, like, you have to like assemble uh, a spaceship in a, a, like a certain amount of time, and like meteors will come down after like, you roll a dice, and meteors will come down and like destroy hmm. parts of your vehicle if it's not built properly. Topic number five. Halo Infinite,
0: I read, uh, it's not confirmed, this is kind of a rumor, might be going Assassin's Creed style open world. I saw that article too. And then the question is, what does that mean for the franchise?
1: Well, one, I doubt it's going to be open world. They say that basically before every game since, like, Halo, Now I guess Halo 4 has come out that they're going to try to be open world with it. I highly doubt it. It could be, like, multiple hub worlds or, like, locations that you can go to. Um, but I don't think it'll be open world a la Destiny. I think this Halo is too linear of a game. I don't, I don't think they'd be able to do it.
0: It's the best linear campaign shooter ever made.
1: I agree. I mean, there's always an aspect of exploration in the game. It's like looking around for that secret sniper or the rocket launcher or a vehicle or something. So they might have more of that, um, or I mean, there could be. You know, remember how there was Spartan Ops and Halo Four? Yeah, I'm thinking something that they're going to do in this game is that they'll, they'll be the main campaign with Chief, but there's going to be those extra side missions with Marines or the Arbiter or something, where that they might play around more with the sandbox in that, in that regard, where you can like, you have an open world, but it's a small area on the ring that you can explore and like gather supplies or something. See, I was thinking more along the
0: lines of um, maybe not open world,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but like I guess the way I looked at it was maybe you have much larger campaign maps where right. you could like avoid the skirmishes and do different yeah. things to complete the same level.
1: So you have multiple like uh, paths. Multiple that you can take. ways to do it. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, they've done stuff like that before, so, like, the, um... You get like achievements for, for
0: not shooting a, not shooting a single uh, bullet during... I can't
1: believe he said that. Remember when he's like, when was it, after Halo 4, that he imagined a game without any guns? Like, what? <laughs> Are we talking about Halo? <laughs>
0: I don't think so. No, I, I uh, I, I got through that level without firing a single bullet.
1: I don't remember how, but I did well, it like, on Legendary. I honestly have to say, like, why <laughs> the guns are so satisfying to shoot <laughs> i think i just plowed
0: enemies with like mm-hmm. the warthog or the scorpion tank i don't know what i been way mm-hmm. more
1: sad i love vehicle combat it's like my yeah. favorite thing about halo yeah that's the like a really terrible thing about destiny is that there aren't like almost no vehicles yeah you get that weird speeder and that's it yeah i mean they have a couple like alien tank things that are not really tanks they suck they're not like Halo tanks. Halo tanks are fantastic. Mm. Anyway, so I think maybe like like larger maps would make sense, and they've they've always sort of had that in the at least the Bungie games, where like the Silent Cartographer, you could go multiple ways around the island, like um, and also like the first level and uh, called Halo, uh, you can go like the different routes to save the different Marines. Remember that? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, something
0: like that. That's true. I think that's. But very I, what I'm thinking is like, let's say there's a road in the middle of the map, and you have to follow the road from point A to point B. That's like the main objective, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But then
0: surrounding the road on both sides is like this massive forest. Yeah. And you could cut through the side with the river, you know, or you could cut through the other side, and like the obstacles would be different. Yeah. A mission like that would work well with a Big
1: sandbox style map, mm-hmm. and really cool. And it's called Halo Infinite, so there should be infinite possibilities of how to complete <laughs> each mission. Like I, I could imagine,
0: like maybe they just set you in a sandbox and then you get objectives, complete them. Like okay, how? Well, you mm-hmm. you figure it out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But not that. But open world, like where it's just one continuous world. That's yeah. just not. That's not Halo.
1: No. I mean, I feel like it, it could work, but I, I don't necessarily know if I want it to work. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I necessarily want that for Halo. Well,
0: it forever changed Assassin's Creed. Because mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed used to be a lot more linear, and now it's a lot more open. And I don't think it makes it better. It makes it mm-hmm. different, and it appeals to different people. Yeah. But I think it alienated a lot of the hardcore original fans. I I think that would do that with Halo.
1: Maybe Maybe it's going to be campaign DLC? I don't know. I think they might actually do it this time. Uh, I think
0: they would be more likely, and uh, this is just speculation on my part, but given to the degree of level that Forge is now, and the fact that they're going to release this on PC... I think they're going to have fan made custom campaign maps. That'd be cool. I think that would be a very like because then you got people that are going to make all of the Halos in the Halo Infinite uh, Halo Infinite engine. That would be awesome. Oh my God. I, I could totally see it happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Only if I can get it on Xbox as well. <laughs> I mean, well, really if, if Microsoft
0: NBC. endorses it, it's going to happen. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll just be fan mods on uh, on the PC. So. Well, they're, they're opening...
1: <laughs> well, if whenever the MCC comes to PC, they're allowing it to be modded by the community. Yeah, I, I heard that. We'll see. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, how long do you think the campaign's going to be? I realize this is off topic, but...
0: Depends on how open it is, right? I mean, if you stick to a linear... Uh, and it depends on what difficulty level you're at, too, right? Normally, like, eight hours. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. If you just followed straight and narrow, linear arc all the way through, the max you're going to get is, like, 30 hours. But if you have tons and tons of side quests and tons of replayability, 50 to 80 hours easily. But
1: yeah, that's, that's high. That's, I'm, I'm surprised you're saying it's going to be that high. I mean, it's infinite, right? <laughs> it's true. We'll <laughs> see what they mean by that.
0: I mean, I don't know if if it's. I'm trying to think of how many hours I put in. Like Halo One was probably about 20 hours for me on Legendary.
1: I don't think it took me that long. It's probably like 14, and then i mean, I've played it like a hundred times though. Well, the
0: Before first like I'm thinking like the first time I went through Legendary, not like
1: oh the first time, not I like was the
0: was most like, recent.
1: I was like nine. That took me like
0: literally like months <laughs> i remember dying on the first level over and over and over and over I don't know, no, no. Halo, halo 2 i never made it
1: through on legendary
0: halo 2 the first level i died over and over and over again on yep. legendary because it's not set up well for solo play
1: no i try to do with uh um
0: Oh, and co-op it, it and it
1: puts you back every time
0: somebody dies. I yeah, forgot. exactly. Yeah. That was the
1: problem with co-op. Yeah. like you know, both of you had to survive. It's that was terrible. Which in mm-hmm. Halo One, it was so much easier doing co-op because whenever one person was low on ammo or health, you just kill them. They would and respawn you, with full yep. health and ammo, and you just keep going. Yep. Like Halo Five took me like four hours. That was.
0: On legendary?
1: Non legendary. Oh, I, okay. It wasn't even worth going to on legendary. I've done heroic and that took me about six, but
0: I don't remember these campaigns being that short.
1: They're like, super short. Yeah, well like, like eight like, hours is like pretty normal. I mean, I'm like you just play super, super now.
0: disappointed in myself for not remembering the length of time it took me to beat. Well
1: these games. I mean, that's the point though. Those games are so good that the length didn't really matter.
0: And I, I probably played Halo Three's campaign like 25 times i mean that i mean this is like I, a testament to how good it was every
1: enemy encounter i could tell you exactly where every enemy is what rank elite is going to show up <laughs> <laughs> where all of the hidden weapons and skulls are from memory
0: i i have to say like like i said in a previous video halo 3 was like the pinnacle of my young video game career like literally i don't Halo 3 is the best. Like You cannot compete with... As far as a shooter goes, like Call of Duty is nothing to me compared yeah. to. Halo 3 is just... And every game after it cannot seem to live up to Halo 3. I really like Halo Reach, but it's a very different game. It's, it is different. And I like ODST as well. I like but, ODST as well. But here's the thing. In my mind, nothing will ever live up to Halo 3 <laughs> in a shooter. Ever. I, I, if I go back to play any shooter, it's Halo 3. Yeah,
1: I mean, I I, I'm replaying those games all the time. So yeah, there's nothing I can say about it. So
0: if if I want to like have some mindless fun for like four hours, Halo Three, or I replay the last campaign mission of Halo One, which is fantastic. Yes, I love the Warhammer run. (laughs) I love the ending of Halo One. It's just so good. Mm -hmm. Like if if the franchise would have ended there, Halo would be the greatest shooter (laughs) ever for me.
1: Yeah, the greatest campaign anyway. Yeah, I 100%. have a lot, of, a lot of fond memories of playing those games. I will say, so when, when I first got Halo Reach, I popped it in my 360, and I got the Red Winger Death as soon as I started the game. <laughs> and I had to wait three months to get it fixed. Oh, it was awful. Oh, Yeah, I popped it in. They, it was playing that opening cutscene.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Introduced to the team, and then that was it. <laughs> Couldn't Life believe it. Life over. Yep. Well, I, you know, I, luckily it was still under warranty, so I sent it in, they fixed it, and they sent it back, well, they sent, sent back a different Xbox, but but uh, they gave me three months of free live, which was nice. I have one more
0: topic. Okay, what is it? The laziness of Game Freak on the new Pokemon games. <laughs> have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. They're not going to do the whole Pokedex.
1: Nope. Did they say what they're going to do, though? Like, how many?
0: DLC. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, here's the thing. Somebody looked at the models on the Switch, the ones they're showing, and they're not that much different from the 3DS. Mm -hmm. They could easily have just coded to insert more polygons into the Pokemon and reuse the 3DS models and you'd get like the exact same quality. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been that difficult.
1: But now they can't charge $10 per Pokemon. Like, from the, the ones that people actually want, so like Generation 1 and 2. <laughs> Some of those are already in there. Not the ones you want. <laughs> no, probably not. You want Pikachu? $10. <laughs> you want Charizard?
0: $10. Is that legit what they're doing?
1: I, I, I'm just. Oh, I was going to say,
0: <laughs> whoa. Uh, I don't think. Nintendo's that scummy. I mean, they they eliminated some of the Pokemon from Gen One and Two and Gen Three, and then reintroduced them later, kind of with uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll have a update and a third game come out later. Yeah, like yeah, Sword and Shield, and then <laughs> Helmet. <laughs> <With> my <laughs> Helmet.
1: <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Pokemon Chainmail. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, I'm a little disappointed that they're not gonna bring over the Pokedex and like
0: So they've almost always brought over all of the Pokemon from every generation to the next. Yeah. At some point or another. But like I said, I, I, I have a feeling maybe what they'll do is they'll release a third game. Maybe they'll upgrade the Pokedex at that point and uh, give it for free to the pre uh, the owners of the other two games, yeah, and then release it concurrently with the what would be the Pokemon Yellow of the current generation.
1: Conway was talking about the sharp screen at the yeah,
0: I did. I was mm-hmm. waiting for you to bring that up because gonna let you have a talking point.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we could delve into that last topic then, since we mm-hmm. covered the global Pokédex and we didn't need to. Okay, what do you think they would do with a Pokemon or Pokemon. Nintendo Switch Model 3. One mean? would be the original Switch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Two would be the light. Three is this unknown.
1: It's gotta be a pro. Think so? Yeah. I don't think they're gonna get rid of the base model because they just kind of up, uh, re upped it with the new uh, battery life and things with the new chip. And. I mean, they have a mini that doesn't dock, so maybe they'll have... Uh, I guess you could have the all-Docma one that only docks.
0: But then you wouldn't need the sharp screen.
1: No, true. I think it's going to be a pro. Maybe it'll just be a flat-out TV, switch TV. That would be interesting.
0: <laughs> Plug your cartridges into your sharp television.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, that won't I mean, happen. That's not going to happen. No. Um... I hope I hope it's a pro. What would be the ultimate size screen then? I don't know, maybe like an, an inch or so. Or whatever the difference between the uh three D S XL was to the three D S.
0: Uh I that would be like that's practically quadruple the size. I mean,
1: yeah, you're least... playing like this.
0: It's at least three times. It's at least three times the size. No, if you go from the... So, the standard is 6.2. 8. The mini, <laughs> The mini is 5.5. All right. They'll go up an inch. So, the, and it, think about this, too. The iPads, they're like 10 inches, but they're square. Mm-hmm. Right? So, 10 inches is, is pretty big. I think the ultimate size would probably be about 8 inches. Amazon sells or used to sell an 8-inch Kindle, and mm-hmm. I believe it was a widescreen, which is what the Switch would have to be. Yeah. I think that's the right size. Okay. Yeah. Do you think they'll have
1: uh, removable Joy-Cons, or do you think they'll keep them
0: locked to it? Oh, they'll be removable for the Pro
1: model. It'd be stupid not to. It'd be stupid yeah. not to. What do you think the pricing is going to be? Do you think they'll keep the base, base model at the same price, or do you think they'll drop it, like, 50 bucks?
0: Uh, I've been thinking about this for a while because of the light model coming out, right? Mm -hmm. So I think what's going to happen when they release a pro, I think they'll release in they either will or they won't, but they'll do it this time if they do it, an all dock switch. It'll be the mini will be like 175 the all dock will be like 200 when it releases dropping down to 150 probably within six months. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it'll start at 150, I don't know. Uh, the base switch will go to 250, and the pro will be either 350 or 399. Okay. Calling it
1: right now. All right. What about uh, you? Will? Like, I mean, I think that pricing makes sense. Uh, what kind of power do you think that pro will have? Do you think it'll be 4K?
0: No. No. It'll, ten, it'll just be 1080p undocked. Okay. I think you'll just get essentially a seamless transition from the 1080p dock. 1080p handled, handle. Um, okay. And if you, if you think about it this way, okay, the 5.5-inch panel in the Switch Mini, Switch Lite, is the same size as an iPhone 6 Plus.
1: Uh-huh.
0: That's, That's the screen size we're talking about, uh, which means that 6.2 is basically a Samsung Galaxy size screen. So now we're looking at tablet size screen, an, a true tablet size screen with Joy-Cons. Mm-hmm. Amazon Kindle 8 or, you know, maybe Kindle 10. I don't know. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And we will see you
1: on the next Krillcast. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. It's
0: a a Krill without the K. Oh. Oh,
1: Krillcast.
0: Okay.